Tasty Wine Taste Podcast. Welcome to the new episode of the Wine Taste Podcast. This is Antonello Biancalana and we are going to talk about wine tasting. We are going to continue what we started in the previous episode dedicated to the wine tasting and in this episode we are going to talk about the appearance of a particular wine. Red wine. It should be considered pretty normal for a wine to be red, of course, and this is the main characteristics that make red wines to be called like that. But, however, not all the red wine is red the same, and, however, by observing a red wine, we can get many information about the wine itself, about the grape, about winemaking technique and about the soil, the vintage, environment and many other information. First of all, let's talk about the color of red wine and why the red wine is red. Everyone knows that uh, the color is extracted from the grape skin and the grape skin is where the coloring substances are found in a grape. The extraction of the color depends on many factors, of course, during wine production and the main characteristics for getting the color out from the skin is, of course, maceration. If you allow the skins to be in contact with the must, during the fermentation process the color will be extracted from the skin, therefore coloring the wine as red. The maceration is not all you need to, to get the color from the skin and the most important aspect is that during fermentation process the more the alcohol is uh, created from fermentation from the yeast the alcohol helps the color to be extracted from the skin moreover also the temperature is uh, a fundamental factor for the color extraction Whoever is making wine uh, knows that if you put a hand on the fermentation steel, either a steel container or a cement container or a wood cask, uh, you can perceive uh, uh, some a sort of heat, of course, n not not of high temperature, sort of lukewarm temperature, uh, around 30 degrees Celsius or 28 or 26, this is the common fermentation temperature for a red wine. However, you can perceive a lukewarm uh, temperature by touching the uh, fermentation container. This heat will be useful for extracting the color from the skin and, of course, the duration of fermentation, the more you macerate the skin on the mass during fermentation, the more color you get from them. This is why sometimes you remove the skins from during the fermentation process just because to stop the color extraction and therefore uh, you get a specific color hue. It is not a matter of maceration, of course, because not all the grapes uh, have the same quantity of coloring substances. For example, if we consider two different grapes, however, considered uh, quality grapes 
probably everywhere in the world, like Italian Nebbiolo and the French Cabernet Sauvignon, both are known to make full-bodied wines and quality wines, but if we consider the appearance of Nebbiolo, we notice that the transparency of the wine is higher than the one made from Cabernet Sauvignon. This is because the Nebbiolo, although making uh, powerful wines, contains a lower quantity of caloric substances than Cabernet Sauvignon, and this also determines the, the hue and the transparency of wine. It should be said that was uh, a sort of bias in culture because we have been told so many times, and this and this was and this is not just was a uh, uh, a big mistake that uh transparency in wine also means quality wine. This is not true, of course, and not all the time a uh, dark colored red wine means a quality wine. Consider, for example, a Pinot Noir, which is probably the best red berry grape making the most elegant red wines in the world, although the transparency of this grape is very high. And uh, the first sight you may consider that a high transparency, as you can be seen in a Pinot Noir, this would mean a low quality wine. And of course, this is not true. What makes the color of a red wine? We talked about the coloring substances in red grape, and this is of course true. And there are two main coloring substances in, uh, in uh, grape skins. They are colored anthocyanins, and uh, they are mainly of two different colors, blue and red. It may be considered as strange that in a wine there can be a color like blue. However, if you observe the wine at the end of fermentation or however a very young wine, you can see that the color is not really red, but it gets a, a, a purple tint. Now, whoever knows that by adding red to blue you get purple. That's the reason why we see purple in red wine. Also, characteristics determining the color of wine are vintage. Every year is different one from another. The soil type, for example, is another important factor in the color of red wines. Uh, for example, a sandy soil is known to give uh, uh, wines having a uh, paler red color and a higher transparencies than a wine made from grapes cultivated in a clay soil, which is usually give deeper red colors and lower transparencies. Likewise, the so-called yield, the higher the yield and the lower the caloric substances found in grape skins. This can be seen as a single vine uh, in case has to nourish many bunches of grapes, it has to distribute all the, the nutritional substances among all the 
the bunches uh, as opposed as having a, a, a vine with a single cluster and this means uh, that all the nutritional elements of the vine will be directed to the single cluster therefore making a higher quality grape and of course this grape will also have a concentration of chlorine substances higher than uh, a high yield vineyard However, there are also considerations uh, related to the meteorological condition of the year. For example, if you have uh, a pretty rainy season, you will get wine with a, a lower chlorine substances and therefore a higher transparencies than, for example, a season with a sunny days for most of the time. What do you see in a glass? We already mentioned that in the beginning, in the first phases of, of a life cycle of a red wine, uh, you always observe a purple color, and this is because of the blue coloring substances that we find uh, in a young wine, and therefore, with time, these blue substances tend to precipitate the bottom, leaving space to the red chlorine substances and that's why uh, as time goes by the color of wine gets ruby red it loses of, of all of its blue uh, nuances then as time goes by we start to see a garnet red color the garnet red color is the same color as blood for example and then as time goes by once again also the red coloric substances start to precipitate therefore leaving space to the yellow coloric substances and that's why the wine gets a brick orange color at the end of the its life the red wine turns into a brown or mahogany color and this signals the end of the life of the red wine and therefore the wine passes its best time okay there will be a lot more to, to say about red wine, but I guess the most important thing is to consider that the transparency and the color of red wine is not the, more, the, the most important element in determining a quality wine. I mean, a darker and deeper color in a red wine does not necessarily mean a high quality wine. Just consider Nebbiolo and Cabernet Sauvignon or Cabernet Sauvignon and Pinot Noir for example it is something that you have to consider in every single wine considering variety considering the soil uh, the area environment vintage and all the rest okay that's all for the moment and as usual my wish to you all to have a good wine in moderation but it must be good wine always <music>